Let's welcome everybody out today to episode 56 of Utah in the Weeds. My name's Chris Hollifield. And I'm Tim Pickett, a uh, medical cannabis provider in Utah and somewhat of a medical cannabis expert, I guess, Chris. I would consider you more than a somewhat of a medical uh, cannabis I medical expert. I think though. we're all we're all just learning still, you know, we're it's like the tip of the iceberg with uh, what I think is available Very as far true. as knowledge goes. But um, this is an exciting interview with Heal You. Literally, it took me, I've been in this and I've been, I've used their products. And it took me till this interview for that to click. To figure out how to pronounce the name. Yeah. It's, and it's, that it was about healing you. It was, yeah, it's creative. I love it. I love it too. Beverly Aston, uh, the owner of uh, Heal You and then Life Elevated Processing, we talked about that. I mean, this is such a fun conversation. She had so much energy and such a passion yeah. for cannabis and kind of, uh, you know, trying new things within the industry and talking about, you know, the CBG, CBD combinations uh, for sleeping. And, and I also that. like that she comes from outside of the cannabis space. Like yeah. she doesn't have a background in the cannabis space. She has a background in people, right? Like, and her she business, loves people. And she really likes people. And so she has really embraced this medical aspect of the Utah program. And so she, I think she fits really, really well in here. She's a, you know, a woman a business owner in the cannabis industry, which is not very common. So this is, it's exciting to, to get to talk to her and to watch these companies kind of, you know, enter and grow in the space. What's been going on with you, Tim? You got a new uh, location opening up here in like a week or two, right? Oh, yeah. So soft opening of Provo. So we're back in Utah County. We we tried it. We had a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, some logistical and legal stuff that we had to work out. Uh, but we are in the same building as Deseret Wellness. We're in the corner, the front corner of that building. Uh, grand opening on May 11th. Come on down. Taco Trucks. Taco Truck Tuesday. Yeah. New patients will get a voucher, of course, you know, for free tacos and, you know, come down, hang out with us. We'll be there at least 12 to 6. Uh, the pharmacy is open 11 to 7. So we're just trying to coordinate, you know, so that people can can get a better experience right there in Utah County. Super excited about that location. Dude, I'm excited too. Utah County. I mean, that is just, that is awesome. And then don't yeah. forget, you can go to utahmarijuana.org slash podcast to listen to all the podcast episodes. They're all there right online. And then easy shareable. Share some of those episodes out like on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. And let's get the audience, you know, built up here. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people here in Utah and beyond that would benefit from listening to this podcast. Absolutely. Anyway, let's get into this conversation with Beverly. Uh, I enjoyed chatting with her. So I think you guys are going to enjoy listening to this one. Here we go. You know, with you, I think a good place to start, I think a good place to start with most people we chat with is kind of uh, share where their cannabis journey started. Like, when did that happen for you? When did cannabis get introduced uh, to your life? I'm from the South. So my I'm the youngest of seven children. So my brothers in the 70s, they were growing cannabis in my mom's backyard. And my mom was a gardener that made Martha Stewart look like an amateur. So uh, I had a few older brothers that grew cannabis, you know, and so it was just like there. I was never a cannabis user. So now it's really funny. My younger brothers think it's so funny that their baby sister is now in the cannabis business. So what did um, mom think about cannabis growing in the backyard? Like a lot of it or a couple of plants? I think think they were just sneaking a couple Uh, of plants. Okay, 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 okay. I think they were just sneaking a couple of plants in for their friends and, you know, their own use. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that that was I just really didn't know much about cannabis at all, except, you know, me and my girlfriends in high school, you know, we snuck a few of my brothers from out from underneath their, you know, their, uh-huh. their mattress or something, you know, just to give it a try. But that was, that was my only really experience with cannabis. I had no experience with cannabis. And when the medical cannabis program, uh, I heard that it was coming to Utah, it was about the same time that my daughter got diagnosed with epilepsy. And then another one of our friends got diagnosed with a glioblastoma. So I started researching all these cannabinoids and I had used CBD a little bit. 
uh, actually felt really good with some of the things that I had done just with CBD isolate, just nothing really even full spectrum, but noticed a little bit of a difference. And so once you, as a mother, when you, you have a sick child or you have a dear friend that, you know, cannabis could help, boy, you really dig in and you research it. And at the same time, I thought, wow, this could be an amazing business opportunity as well. My daughter started using some of the CBG, CBN, uh, different combinations for epilepsy, and we were working with a neurologist, and it just it just went from there. And so I saw a business opportunity as well, and I'm never one to turn one of those down. So I started applying for the licenses. Uh, did not get a pharmacy license. But you um, applied for a pharmacy license too. Okay. I did. I applied for a pharmacy license and a processing license. And we had a lot. We didn't make it to the next round because our traditional business is car dealerships. And so um, we had a lot of regulatory experience, but no cannabis experience. So we did not get granted any of the other licenses, but we did get a processing license. So um, hence our journey now. We are Life Elevated Processing. We've joined up with our partner, Darren Long, and it's been really exciting to get going. We're only about uh, six months in with our Tier 1 Processing. So you had no prior cannabis no. anything. You weren't growing in other states nope. or anything. Nope, none at all. So we uh we they were deal they had a processing facility down in Vineyard, Darren, my partner, that they were doing hemp. And um then we've just kind of collaborated and started doing we have some really wonderful people that um, have been in more the traditional black market side and know how to make really great product. Our formulator, Kevin, his wife has a glioblastoma as well, and he's been treating her with a lot of CBG. Um, She's not responded really great to traditional uh, methods of treating her glioblastoma. So she's been doing really well with um, a lot of the minor cannabinoids with THC as well. It's kind of one of those cancers that there's there seems to be a lot of attention paid to the cannabinoid therapies. Exactly. Like in the and before we started recording, you you know Blake Smith. Yep. Right. We we both know we all three of us know Blake Smith. And, Amazing person. Yeah. And um, you know he and I have been talking about this. Yeah. Actually, this type of cancer and cannabinoids lately. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a really wonderful company out of Carlsbad, California, that um, I think they're a London based company that they're called Greenwich Labs, and they are producing the only FDA approved cannabis drug um, for limited limited treatment option like glioblastoma and a few of the really Durettes, uh, you know, really uncurable epilepsy, um, those really hard to treat things. So that's a really awesome company to look into as well. They're doing some amazing stuff with FDA approval of cannabis. Of these cannabis therapies. Yeah. So, and what was the first product you guys made six months ago? The first product that we came out with was our our vape carts because right now we feel like in the market in Utah, we are still in a market in Utah where people are being educated on all the minor cannabinoids. Right now, I think we're still seeing people chasing high THC levels. Because that's that, all we know. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's they, all anybody knows. That's all anyone knows right now. And as we're starting to make products now that have one-to-one-to-one ratios like CBG, CBD, THC syringes that people can cook with and bake with and put under their tongue, I want to create more products where people really can use them in olive oil in their cooking for kids with epilepsy, kids with autism. So, um, But our first product was a vape cart. But a lot of our vape carts and all of them have a ton of minor cannabinoids. And just like you said, Tim, we just started one that's a a one-to-one THC CBG 
combination for people that want to have relief from their pain and anxiety, but still be able to p- function at a hundred percent. Yeah. So, it's, it's definitely a more, it's got to be designed with that much CBG in it. It's got to be designed for the medical market. That's right. Somebody who wants a little bit of an uplifting kind of attitude, Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, and then pain. There's some good research about CBG and pain. Yeah. So it is in that particular vape carts only available in Bountiful at the yeah, pharmacy at Wholesome. And so uh, what some of the, the pharmacies are wanting to do is have their own kind of strain, their signature. So we're letting Beehive choose one right now, the strain that they like that's one-to-one and dragonflies choosing a strain so they can have their own kind of signature. Oh, this is our brand of that one-to-one. But what is great about educating the Utah market on those minor cannabinoids is you can still function at a hundred percent, but have some relief. You don't have to, I don't know about y'all, but I don't have all day to, I mean, I've got to function. Most mm-hmm. people still have to function, but it will give you some relief that CBG, even from a, the anxiety that pain causes cancer va- uh, patients that have so much anxiety from their pain levels or back pain, chronic pain, but it just takes that edge off their pain where they can still, you know, go throughout their day and function at a hundred percent. So we, we want, we, we just don't want people to be chasing that high THC um, because those minor cannabinoids, even if they are looking for a high, even those ma- minor cannabinoids can give them a, a better entourage effect of really feeling that sense of well-being, that sense of, oh, okay, I'm going to be all right. Right. It's That is something that's just, I think, at the beginning stages. I think that there's just so much more to learn about that. Yeah. So it's interesting from a, like a business and a medical perspective, and we've talked to a, quite a few people in the Utah market that are really into producing medicine. Absolutely. Right? Which... Which is cool. That's, I mean, it, it, that's, right. that's pretty cool. So you make vape carts in syringes, right? Is that yeah? That Concentrate. That's the same syringe. Yeah, it's the same stuff that's in your vape carts, but a different it's a, it's delivery just, form. It's a little bit deli- different delivery form, and we call it Fico, which it, traditional RSO is created a little bit differently in those vacuum ovens. And if Rick Simpson was, uh, you know, around today, he'd really be happy with the 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 new technology that's going on we've gotten a little a little flack for not doing it the old school traditional rick simpson way but it's our version like our full spectrum fico is our version of rick simpson oil it's just a cleaner version it takes out some of those plant particles that chlorophyll where it gets to it gets into the body and your body uses it a little bit better we clear clean off some of that stuff with our wipe film process that, you know, gets rid of some of that junk in the oil, that dirty stuff that you really, your body's not going to use anyway. So, but some people still think that plant matter does some good, you know, and there's two sides to every story to that. Tell me about the, you have a one-to-one-to-one of THC, CBD, and CBG. Yes. And I, I've never seen that. How yeah. How does that is that work pretty good for people? Is it's, that- it's amazing for people who are looking for relief uh, from pain, anxiety, yeah, yeah. Um, just inflammation in general. CBG is kind of the mother cannabinoid. Yeah. And it, it uh, sometimes CBD takes a few weeks to really see some of the effects of CBD. CBG automatically goes in and starts fighting inflammation, which... Um, in the medical community, inflammation is kind of the root people are finding of so many different diseases, especially autoimmune. Yeah. Autoimmune diseases like RA, MS, so many are inflammation driven. And it gives people immediate, they can almost feel immediate relief with CBG. So we really want to hit some of those. And, and another one, CBN, that is really big right now for sleep. That's one that we're you're going to be seeing heal you. Our brand do a lot of CBN. Uh, people need 
I'm just going to tell you, it's replaced my husband's Ambien. Okay. And he was a nut job on Ambien. He would he would online shop on Ambien. We've and, talked about that. I mean, about, yeah. We have all online these... shopping, walking in the neighborhood, yes. all kinds of things. And it's one of the things that we talk about in clinic all the time yes. because we're kind of becoming this hashtag deprescribe exactly. specialty clinic and. Ambien, gabapentin, opioids, benzos. You talk about cancer patients with pain and benzos. And the chronic pain causes so much depression. And people are on both. And those medications just have bad long-term side effects. Yes, they do. So CBN is a great alternative. It's a beautiful um, alternative. For those types of things. Do you have products out right now that have a lot of CBN or are you working on those? So if you, so right now what's exciting about the state of Utah and what they're doing with the medical program is all of our, everything that the processors do is tested on three different times. When we get biomass from the growers, we have to test it. Once we turn it in to that next stage oil, it's tested again. And then when we make our product, our products are tested before they go into the pharmacy. So what's nice about this, now we don't always like it because it takes a little longer to make product. It's a little more expensive to make product. But what the consumer can feel really good about in the state is you're getting a pure tested product with C of A's, just like you would if you were going to your pharmacy and you're getting, you're going to know what's in that product. So you can go on like even Zion's products, they're making the products. You can go on all of our websites and see our C of A's. When you go into the pharmacy, you can look on the back of our labels and you can see all those minor cannabinoids in there and how much is in there. So what's exciting is we're pulling these natural terpenes off. So cannabis derived terpenes, we're doing all this natural medicine that have a range, a big range of these minor cannabinoids, CBD or CBG, I mean, all of them. And you can kind of see how much of each one is in there. So yes, we're putting uh, tons of these minors in. So yeah, we do have a lot of products with smaller levels of CBN right now, but we're going to be doing some with higher levels of CBN in them too for just for sleep. That's awesome. So it's exciting. What's it like regulatory wise? Like, so getting into this without having the cannabis experience, it's still, I mean, you, you knew you were getting into a heavily regulated industry and you did, I'm sure hours and hours of research, Yes, hired attorneys who did hours and hours of research, (laughs) all of the above, but then you get into it. Were you undereducated? Yes, very <laughs> much so. We we call it I'll, to be nice. We'll just call it a crap show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it really was just the regulations. But in a way, you know, uh, I, I can't imagine anyone getting a vape cart made in someone's kitchen. That's just not okay. It's just not okay. Yeah, like the whole vape cart craze when everyone was getting sick or stuff like that from that man that was scary all the fillers and all the things that were being put in that that were fatty that were causing people to have all their these lung problems and die yeah from in inhaling all these fatty agents like mct oil all these things that they were filling with and so what's nice is when you vape something from the state of utah you know what you're vaping is the cleanest form of medicine that you could put into your lungs. Are there maybe cleaner forms to use? That answer may be yes for some people. Are you going to get immediate relief like you would from vaping? Not that fast. So, you know, the tinctures are great for under the tongue, the edibles, you know, they have to go through the liver. So you're 45 minutes before you get some real relief uh, with an edible. So the vaping is such a great thing because you're going to get almost immediate relief. And I feel like it's such a clean product because it's been tested 
thoroughly in the state that, you know, people who haven't even thought about vaping, I'd never considered vaping before ever. But uh, Kevin, our formulator has made me a vape pen for CBG, CBN, where I can sleep at night and I can have some inflammation relief, even without the THC. So you now we're coming out with some products that if you don't want THC, great. Here's a CBN pen that you can help just help you sleep at night. Are you going to have a better effect with a little bit of THC? Yes. Do you have to do a lot of THC to activate those? Those cannabinoids are meant to work uh, simultaneously together. They work better in conjunction together. So you're going to get a better overall effect, even just with a tiny bit of THC. So it's it's exciting medicine. It's yeah. a, It's really awesome. Tell me about the name Heal You. I love that. I because know. Because it, it's, 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 you know, different spelling. It's different. Where did that come from? What's the, the motivation, well, we, inspiration behind that? We wanted to kind of uh, give something, someone to talk about when they said, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, well, that's, that? that's, yeah, that's how I, what well, I ran yeah, into. Yeah. Every, yeah. every time, right? Yeah. People are like, Jilu, J-I-L-U, how do you pronounce it? And so we just took that, uh, that, that J in there. And, you know, <laughs> had a little so, bit of fun with it. Yeah. Huh? Jalapeno, uh, Javelina, you know, something, mm-hmm. you know, Javelina, whatever, however you want to say it. But we thought the J may be kind of a fun, just play on, oh, let's give people something to talk about on how do you pronounce your brand? And now it's kind of catching on everyone's low. Okay. Oh, it's heal you. Oh, I get it. So, um, it's, a yeah, little I mean, you definitely have to, uh, say it a few times yeah. when you go into the pharmacies and you're like, oh, and, oh, that's a, a heal you cart. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's great because yeah, you've got to say it three or four times before you even pick up the product. Exactly. And so everybody knows about it and they, and you make, uh, you make great, great vape carts. They're very, very effective where as a processor, you don't grow your own. So where are you getting the biomass? Well, what's been really wonderful is I have to do a big shout out. And I did this. I wasn't a big social media person before, but now I've on our Instagram, I've kind of been in charge of our Instagram. So I respond to everybody's comments and I've gotten to know the patients really well, what they like. Tell us, you know, what strain you would like to see or what combinations you'd like to see. But I just did a big shout out to our Utah growers. And I have to just say, Randy Gleave at Trike, he has been wonderful in like giving us biomass. Now Blake at Zions, they're getting enough. They don't have enough flour for us yet. Uh, I'm begging them for it. So Come on, you guys, if they hear this, give Heal You some flour. But they are giving us some really good trim to work with. Harvest has just started to give us a little bit as well. So the Utah growers, they're doing their best. So give those guys a little bit of a break. There, I know that people want more flour immediately. You know, we're that we're trying to, you know, grow this program as fast as we can. But in the defense of uh, the state of Utah, no one expected it to grow this fast. Yeah. No one expected it to have this sort of a response. So, um, and I feel like Tim, like you, that people are looking for alternative medicine. They're looking for something different than a crappy opioid that makes them feel sick, that makes them feel constipated, that has all these side effects, the yucky, feeling and side effects you get from Ambien and just all of these pharmaceutical drugs that have just been shoved down our throat. People are sick of that. They don't want it. It's twofold to, in my opinion, it's, it's the, you know, you say shove down people's throats, which essentially is true, right? We sit there, we listen to patients, you know, talk and complain about their, uh, their ailment. And then we write up, write a prescription here, take this twice a day or take this at night or whatever. And people don't really have a lot of choice. They don't. At least they didn't, they don't feel like they do. And cannabis does those two things. It gives them the choice to experiment with their own health and to make choices on their own about their medicine and access to things that in the long run could be less harmful, right? In a lot of ways. And so- um, it's a fun industry to be a part of, and it's fun to see the growth of the 
of the marketplace, right? Yeah. Of the patient like growth. It's fun to hear people's stories. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, and what's exciting to me is to, is educating the state of Utah. And I feel like as a woman, if we educate the women of Utah, we educate Utah. Women usually are the ones going to the doctor, uh, you know, calling their for their husbands, for their prescriptions, calling for their kids. And I feel like losing that stigma of just THC or cannabis for getting high. I want that to be gone. Yes, there are people who need it that are suffering miserably with anxiety and depression that 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 stony effect they need that to relax and to unwind as well. But it's not just for everyone. Everyone doesn't like that stony that stony feeling. And so if we can offer both, that's great. But I think if we can lose that stigma of cannabis just being around for people to get high, that's not the only purpose for cannabis. And so I feel like uh, women's job in Utah will really be to let's let's take a let's back up three steps here and look about, you know, the history of cannabis. It's our oldest medicine on the planet. And it was demonized, you know, uh, mid-century, you know, 50, 60 years ago. And uh, now we have to retrain people on a different way to approach cannabis as a healing drug um, instead of just a get stoned. You know, it's you know, something to buy in the back alley. With, that's right. You know, just right. A, a yeah. sack of. Yeah. And I think we have, a. I think we're doing good though. I think, I think Utah, I see a lot of people putting their feet forward to try to, you know, debunk all of that garbage and say, no, this is something that saves people's lives, uh, whatever you're using it for. Now, is life elevated processing? Are they processing carts for other people too? Or, or uh, we're just... just starting to do okay. that. So funny that you should ask that. We just met with uh, a really awesome group of women this morning, uh, Acreley Farms, and they're two women that started their own farm up in Logan, and they are doing wonderful uh, CBD, CBG products. Um, and then, of course, uh, some of the growers who do not have processing yet, you know, we're we're really trying to do some work for them as well. Right, like why process? Why not just do it here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're doing that. And a big shout out to the other processors. Bujum is an independent processor like us and also Wasatch, yep. Steve at Wasatch. So they're doing a great job as well. Uh, just really trying. I love... Bujum's marketing, they're really good about trying to educate people in a way of medicine as well. So I feel like there's not a lot of processors yet in the in the Utah space. But what I've loved so far about uh, meeting with everyone in Utah is it it really and I and I attribute the growers to trying to create an environment of let's all help each other. Yes, we are competitors. We are all going to have product in the in the pharmacies that compete against each other. But what we really want to do is join forces together because we want to educate the state and work together. We have so much more in common than we have to be divided. So I really have to commend Utah and some of the growers for really, uh, Randy at Trike has really done that. I feel like um, just Chris at Wholesome, I was talking to him the other day. And people are really trying to work together in a way that doesn't feel like, oh, I can't be friends with you because you're my competition. Yeah, I... There's just not enough patience There's in the not. state to to even need to compete. That's right. Right? Like, I mean, I guess you could compete later when That's there's... Right. When, there's when there's a lot more out there. Yeah, when yeah. there's 100,000, 150,000. Let's get... Let's get there... Uh, the information out there. Yeah. yeah right now Let's we just need to get the medicine, the we need to get the information. Yeah. Yes. Instead of worried about that, right? Like absolutely. And I think the growers are doing a pretty good job of that. And you they, would they you are. would know that better than anybody because you're reaching out to all of them saying, hey, you know, I need like next month I'm going to need some biomass because I'm going to run out of stuff to do. Yeah. You can just ask the growers. I call them, and uh, I've even. 
I'm, cooking is my hobby. So I've even uh, made lots of them biscuits and gravy, homemade. I, I bring them in lunch. What can I do for you? I mean, I owe the guys at Beehive across the street some breakfast burritos. But, you know, we just kind of feel, I feel like right now, you're exactly right. Whatever we can do to help each other out in the state to really just get the program up and running and and get it running well where it has a really good reputation and working on the hill with legislation that's something i just recently joined both utah cannabis association and the co-op because i feel like we want to work together and we want to keep this a state that is Utah medicine. We want it. We don't want it to become overrun um, and have it become all recreational before we even get people educated that, hey, you know what? This is this is real medicine for people who need it in the state. So I feel like people are really working really well together. And that's what I'm uh, that's a big shout out to everyone in the in the in the business so far. I feel like we're doing a good job of that. Seems that way. From what I've seen, at least. But yeah, I have I, I have had to beg, uh, you know, Blake and all the... For, hey, for Blake, flower, please. please can can I, please? I get some... And they just laugh at me. Okay, Beverly, okay. <laughs> you know, so I'm like... So of anybody who complains about not enough flower and not enough growing going on, I mean, you probably have the best argument to make. Oh, yeah. Right? Like... Oh, yeah. The individual that can't, can't get enough flower is yes. is important and... But, you know, you make a lot of products and need a lot of material to do that. That's right. And so there are growers that just haven't ramped up yet, right? And they're trying. They're doing their best. And so what we've gotten a little bit of backlash on social media and stuff that, oh, you got, nobody's making anything good yet. And there's not enough good this and there's not. But just my, my answer to that is just be patient. It's going to just keep getting better. We we are just now doing like a product that we're doing R&D on right now. Just some good research and development on uh, we are we're buying some CBG and we're doing fresh frozen right into our sub zero 80 degree below zero freezers. So we can add some of that CBG, CBD in when we do get this flower from the growers to do some really nice like live rosins, some really great medicine for people that's just has nothing. It's solventless. It's beautiful that we can put right into a rosin press and get people just that whole product. I mean, and when you freeze it at that level, a lot of the trichomes and all of the you know, cannabis-based terpenes, the smells, the flavors, everything are just true medicine from the plant. I mean, it doesn't get any more true. We do CO2 processing in our facility, um, and a lot of people are doing ethanol extraction and different methods, but really it'd just be beautiful to do a lot of that solventless where you have none of those involved in the in the plant process at all. You just get pure plant. So See, and I'm not very familiar with any of that, you know. I know a live rosin is a fantastic product, though. It's, it's a very, good. it's a very pure product, and it's an experience on its own, right? Like people like certain types of strains, certain types of flowers. Yeah. When you get into the concentrates, and a good live rosin is a is yeah. A, and it's, it's great natural medicine without any of any of the solvents involved in the extraction process. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's really is just pressed, hot pressed into a it's called a rosin press. And you just put those right in and just press out. It looks like just a oozes a hun- out yes. like a, it is yeah. like the consistency of honey. Yes. Right? But then it hardens up to where you can roll it in your yep. head. And people can use it in different methods. And that's what we want people to be able to, we want to offer them the method of choice that they like to treat. You know, some people just like to use it in different ways and whatever way you like to use it, we want to offer that for you. But I just, I I want the Utah patients to be patient with us. 
it's going to get better. It's just going to keep getting better. And the growers are going to, they're, they're already growing better than when I came online on, when we came on board six months ago, we're already getting better stuff from the growers. It's just getting better every time. So I just, you know, urge people just to be patient with us all because we're all getting a little bit of flack, (laughs) but be patient. It's going to just keep getting better. Tell me about your daughter with epilepsy. I'm not very familiar with epilepsy. What was, what was she using before cannabis, before THC? Well, she, she still is on a, uh, working with her neurologist and she still is on a seizure medication as well. But when she feels a seizure coming on or when they, they call it an, um, when, when you start to get a seizure, when you feel it coming on, uh, it's almost like a deja vu and you go into a, a state before you get into that seizure. And if she can kind of catch it, right before she goes into a seizure, she can uh, stop it. She can stop it. And that's the beauty of cannabis. And I don't know if any of you, if you guys have seen like Charlotte's Web, what it's doing for people who have multiple seizures a day, it's bringing like hundreds of seizures, multiple children, and a lot with young children, uh, those multiple seizures, it's cutting them down to maybe just a few a week instead of maybe a hundred a day. So CBD and all those minor cannabinoids are doing amazing things with just epilepsy. So um, I really would like to see end-of-life patients have a better option than morphine, where they can enjoy their families in their end-of-life. I want people to start to open their mind up to cannabis uh, for that, uh, instead of being drugged out on morphine, where you can't even really enjoy your family in end-of-life. Um, so there's just so many different, my mother-in-law who has MS, uh, she was our R and D test guinea pig for rat, I guess you should say. She was our test patient for our rub, our balm that we just created. And we started out with the CBD and then started with a hundred milligrams of THC. And she's like, uh, don't really see a difference. Then we bumped it to 200 milligrams of THC. And she was like, oh, now maybe you're getting somewhere. Once we got to 400 milligrams of THC with about a thousand milligrams of CBD, she's like, now you have something. And she rubs it on her body, her MS. She's in late stages of MS. So she's had it for about 30 years. And it's giving her so much relief that it's life been life changing and that she won't vape it. She won't ingest it, but she will use a balm and relief without the high for people listening that have never used any of the rubs or the creams or the balms or anything like that. It's, it's so awesome for that. Yeah. And exactly. I'm always surprised at how well they work. It's amazing. It's, I haven't seen, can you get your balm at that beehive? You can get our I, balm at Beehive. Now you can I've, get our balm everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Really I was just nice. going to say, I have to get and some And it's of that a strong, yeah. so that's a strong balm. That's a that's strong a balm. Yep. 400 milligrams of THC in one container. In a two ounce be, container. Yeah. That's going to be a strong So somebody with balm. a little more pain, somebody yeah. with a little yeah, more. Because you've got Zion, uh, that cypress um, sage that they have, I think is a hundred or 200. I think yours is probably the strongest. It might be the strongest, but I know I've used, um, Zion's and it works great. Theirs works great too. Yes. It's just, it's these topicals that drive, they work for migraines. We have people with migraines, especially hand and feet. Yep arthritis and arthritic pain, this inflammation and pain. But then I've been even surprised, and I didn't think this was going to be the case, with deeper tissues like back pain and this muscle pain. And for some reason, it shouldn't be penetrating that deep. But for some reason, it just works. And it's penetrating really deep. I only have met a couple of people who get they do get a little psychoactivity with high yeah. dose topicals. They oh, do. really? They do. Yeah, I've I've met. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I have a specific patient that I can think of that 
Like what happens? Definitely, like, like just, they just get a little high. Yeah, really? they just feel a little bit. Yep, they feel and, a little off. And I can relate because that's me. I'm not a cannabis user on a regular basis, so I don't need it for much. But I have some joint conditions, so I use the healing balm. And I can attest to you that if you're not a THC user, like a vapor or a, a gummy user, that you will feel a little bit, not so much like, oh, I can't function, but you'll feel a little bit like, oh, okay, something's something. It's just a little, yeah, a little head change. Yeah, a little head change. You will if you that. use enough. Now, I I would say that's pretty rare. Still, I think most people uh, that we take care of are not getting any psychoactivity from the balms. And we usually recommend that they can use it liberally. Yeah. I mean, these are things other than the cost of the balm. Seems like the cost of the balms is a little high. The cost is about $100 um, for an ounce to two ounces. And we were trying to get those costs down. That's been another big complaint in the Utah market is getting the cost down. But as the growers really start growing, that cost is going to come down a little bit. Right now, we pay $700 to $1,000 per pound for biomass. So, you know, that makes it expensive when you have to, that's before even you start making the product. So those, as that price starts coming down, things will become more affordable. But back to the balm, if you have joint pain and you have chronic back pain, headaches, migraines, where you, the back of your neck, where you feel that migraine coming on, people swear by the balm. They just, and if you're not a cannabis user, this is a great entry to cannabis. This is a great way to say, okay, I'm going to try cannabis without ingesting it. And then when you feel a little more comfortable with it, um, like I now will use a five milligram gummy to help me sleep at night with, with CBN. So the, a five milligram THC is very small amount, but you know what? I, I wasn't a cannabis user. So to me, that was a great entry place to get some relief, put me to sleep, take away some pain and start slow. And our syringes that we just came out with that have the one-to-one-to-one, one part of each, they're a lower potency. We have a high for more pain, people who are heavier users that have higher pain levels, we have a high 80 to 90% potency in our high, uh, we call it our lightly distilled cannabis oil. And then our full spectrum is a 70 to 80%. Uh, and then once you get the one-to-ones, we have a one-to-one CBG THC that brings it down a little more. And then the one-to-one-to-one brings it down to about 30% to 50% THC, depending on, you know, where our potencies are at the time in the lab. But so if you are chasing higher THC, we have those products, but if you're looking for an entry level, just a small amount, I know- First timers club. That's right. Really this, uh, and we talked about it at the, kind of at the beginning where we're talking about the to grow the market here, and not just from a business standpoint, but to grow the the acceptance of cannabis and the destigmatization, so yeah. to speak, of cannabis, we might have just hit the hit the uh, hit the sweet spot with the topicals. Yeah. yeah, because you could get the mom right. You could get that that person who's outwardly doesn't like the smell, is not going to vape yeah. anything, but has something that. That they're they're like, man, I just I want to try this in a legitimate way. Yeah, I don't need a grinder and flour and have all that. Right, <laughs> big bong, <laughs> okay, a yeah. big bong. Like yeah. that's just so intimidating. It to is a inti- lot of people, and even to me, like I I had no idea what dabbing was or oh yeah, all that stuff can get so confusing. I didn't. I I mean I I I had no idea about all of that. But you know what? That's how some people want to use it, and that's okay too. You know, I but mean, it's usually not the first introduction. That's to cannabis, right. It's right? not unless, unless it's a strictly recreational introduction. Yeah. Or and and that's how you got introduced was somebody with a dab rig at their party or whatever. Yeah. This is 
this we have got to find ways to introduce cannabis to people yeah. that is completely non-intimidating. That's right. Like we have to go what we think is too far, I think. I agree. And I'm somebody who's we're all neck deep in this cannabis, right? So yeah. Yeah. we talk about that we have all the lingo and we know all the terms. And so we can walk into a pharmacy and feel fairly comfortable with the people yeah. and with the pictures on the wall and with the products in there. But I think for most of who we want to expose cannabis to in Utah. You figure most people go in like what, maybe once a month. They buy like a couple of things, yes. maybe if even that, you if know? even yeah. that, and, and they're in and out, and they don't have a time to talk, so they don't, they're not learning anything, yeah. right? You know? and, yeah, and those first timers, they're really nervous. They're so nervous, I and know. so they've we've got to figure out ways to do it. And you know, God bless the people at the pharmacies, but they're they're all neck deep in cannabis all the time too. So yeah, yeah. So it's normal for them to say, well, do you do you usually smoke? Do you usually use Yeah, but they have to watch bonk? what they say, though. They, they have do. to be careful. Yeah. They so they do. can't really sit there and probably have all the conversations with patients because they have to- That's you true, know, too. You know, they can't really sit there. And- What's nice is another thing I'll commend the state on is it's really nice for someone to come in and meet with a pharmacist first. And they can talk about, I've seen so many older people in the pharmacies as I'm delivering product to the pharmacies. I've seen so many, um, like I talked with a man the other day who has prostate cancer and he, he's never used cannabis. He's probably 80 years old. And I had a 30 minute conversation with him about, you know, uh, just, Hey, you know, these, these would be, this would be a great starting place for you. And it was so nice to have conversations with people who really want to try it for relief and want to try it to feel better, but just don't really know where to start. And so I love that they're meeting with a pharmacist, they're getting familiar, because a few of these patients, they look like deer in the headlights when they're walking in. They're like, (laughs) what the, what in the hell did I just walk into? What am I doing? I don't know anything about cannabis. And I, I can say... I'm pretty much the same. I didn't know a lot about it. And so the education and the research and the meeting with the pharmacists, it's a great, it's a great place for people to be able to start and really ask questions and sit down and not be so scared of, oh, a tincture. What's a tincture? People don't even know what a tincture is, but we're, we're just came out with our one to one to one CBG, CBN or CBD tincture with the THC. And that's a great place to start. It's just a wonderful place to start is a little one drop under your tongue. See how you feel. If one drop doesn't work, okay, tomorrow or this evening, I'm going to go to two drops and just play with it a little bit and see where your relief level comes in. And cannabis works on each of us so differently. Uh, that's another thing that yeah. we really haven't. I mean, it really affects every single person so differently. And then depending on the day too, because sometimes, you know, one strain might work on a Monday, but then on a Friday, it might not work as well. Or right? if it you depends eat, on what you eat. And yeah. if you've well, eaten, right? if you have eaten or you haven't eaten, mm-hmm. uh, it's. I think your perspective is unique in the Utah industry because you come from a place that's not cannabis heavy. So like I think our discussion, we've talked a lot about these products with, you know, you talk about a one-to-one-to-one, that's a 30% THC product. That is not what a lot of these, frankly, a lot of the growers and the processors came into this to do. They came in to- To grow weed. To grow (laughs) weed, right? Absolutely. Because that's what makes money, That's right. right? In the short run, there's a play there to just load this market with high THC products. And there's going to be a lot of people who want that. Yeah. But coming it coming into it from a non-cannabis, essentially non-cannabis user space, you're more open, it sounds like, to making products that aren't just knock your socks off, get you high. Yeah. However, you know that you're going to have to have a broad range. Absolutely. So you're really starting in a good place, like already to see these vape carts with the one-to-one CBG to THC. 
I think is pretty impressive in Utah. I don't know that you could find a lot of that stuff out of state. Yeah. Because that's a very medical product. It is a medical product. And we want, and and those syringes, I think, look really medical and to educate people that you can you can cook with them. You can put them in a brownie recipe. You can put them in an olive oil. You can mix that with honey butter for a piece of toast. How much would you mix, like, for people listening? Yeah, like, so you've they, got they a, don't one, know where to start. a one milliliter syringe. No, no, no. Ten milliliters. Yeah, 10 so mLs. one gram. One gram. So one gram. And for those, and we've made five different products in that in our syringe line. So for the higher users for and for the lower users. And we want you to start if you are not a user with the one to one to one. And start with a low and just start with a half of a milligram. And on the syringes, there's lines. So you can dose a half a milligram okay. on there. And you can say, okay, I'm going to start there. I can add it to my coffee or my tea. I can add it to my honey butter. I can add it to something where I'm not, where I, because you're right, vaping is intimidating for people that have never used cannabis. They're not going to just start vaping. Even though a cancer right. patient really may need that sure. for more immediate relief. They're not going to be comfortable starting there. So um, mixing it in uh, a half of a half of a milliliter at a time, and then you kind of play with it. We also want to educate people. We are providing a full spectrum CBD now into the, all the pharmacies this month, because for people who are first time users, if they take too much they can back out of that high a little bit and get some relief from that high. If they get too stony and they're nervous about that, they can take some of that full spectrum CBD or CBG and it brings them back down from that. So it, it, if you've taken too much THC, it's a little bit of a rescue for you where you don't get that paranoid that, oh my gosh, uh, uh, I'm going to die. Right. I'm going to have a heart attack. So <laughs> take you me know, to the emergency room right I, away. Take me to the emergency room right yeah. now. That's so, exactly what it feels like too. Yeah. <laughs> it's so just, we, we want to offer. Calm, calm yourself down. Yeah. Calm yourself down. And, and CBN and CBG and some of those minor cannabinoids in a full spectrum CBD will kind of is a good rescue for that. If you felt like, okay, I've crossed the line. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to back it out a little bit and that'll give you some relief with that full spectrum CBG with those minor cannabinoids in it. Um, but one thing you said, um, about, um, oh, you said something that I just forgot. I was going to mention for the new users in the Utah mm. market. Gosh, I don't know about those low, your perspective of not being involved in the cannabis space before, and you have these new users who want to, who want to try it. What I was going to say is, I think when you get a syringe like that, if you have 300 milligrams of THC in it, then you can measure, okay, if I put a hundred milligrams into this recipe and I divide it into 10 servings, each serving would have 10 milligrams of THC. This is something people really have a hard time with calculating how much THC is going to be in their product. Yes. And at the end of the day, it really is just, you know, the total that goes into the butter. Yeah. You know how much butter you have, divide the butter up before you you eat it right yeah. you divide it up into the into its each individual serving and you've essentially made yourself some some gummies some edibles whatever that's right and you can start slow i mean if if just just start slow because you can always see where your tolerance level is and add to that you can always add to it um there was something i was going to add to you with the with the utah market i think too in the state of utah you know, we have, um, and, and I'm from the South, so I can say this about you, about the South as well, a really highly populated religious culture. And so, um, I think it really helped just recently that the LDS church came out that they are on board for people using medical cannabis. I just want to shout out to them a big thank you 
because I feel like the Utah market now will be a little more open-minded to using medical cannabis as a treatment option for different ailments. And so I'm, I'm really happy that that happened, um, on the Hill, you know, as you know, it passed with the majority of the vote. People wanted cannabis in Utah, but I feel like there's still, Utah's about half LDS, not LDS. And so to have that okay to, okay, you know what, it's okay to try it and to see how it works for you. Uh, A lot of people needed that validation and that okay to, all right, you know what, my leaders, my Um, Yeah, my community is okay with it if I do it under, you know, the rules, if I follow those. And I I don't need to use it. You know, people don't need to use it forever. If they have something that's bothering them for a while, it's, you know, maybe it's reasonable when you talk to your provider, maybe that's reasonable to try. That's right. Well, Um, and I'm sure you were nervous as a processor. It's like, hey, they can either make or break this program here in Utah. Whether if, exactly. they, if, if, if they endorse it or not, if if they talk out against it, it could it could right. put this yeah, whole could, thing under. It's it's very true, and it just shows you, I think, that the whole world, or at least our nation, is moving. It's not going to go backwards. It's only going to move forward, and so we want to move it forward in a direction that people will use it for medicine. Um, but I will say I come from a family of addicts and there was just a really great news story and I want to shout out wholesome and, uh, the people who did the news story in a recovery center just recently, people who are recovering from addiction, marijuana is not a gateway drug. Marijuana, or I'm sorry, I hate that connotation of marijuana cannabis, is I think marijuana has such a negative connotation. And I think we are trying to change that by using the word cannabis. But I come from a family of addicts that cannabis has literally saved two of my brother's lives from alcoholism. So I, I think that I think it was channel two that just did a really great news story. And wholesome is working with this facility. That's a recovery facility to give them I'm not sure exactly what they're doing to work with them, but it's not a gateway drug. It is a rescue drug. It's a drug that will help you to find a balance where you can live a nice, calm, anxiety-free, freeing lifestyle without heavier drugs like heroin, cocaine, Alcohol in my, too much alcohol, in my opinion, uh, leads people down a path that really is, I've seen it over and over again, really destructive. So cannabis is such a great alternative to alcohol. It's such a great alternative to higher, heavier drugs that kill people. And that's opioids included. Opioids, in my opinion, can lead you down a road that leads to death. And so I'm, I'm excited about a cannabis for saving lives. What's the best way for like listeners to find out more about your products, find out more about what you got going on with so, life elevated and with heal you and with everything going on. Uh, go to our Instagram. We are heal you premium on our Instagram and we're life elevated on our Instagram and our website is almost done. <laughs> <laughs> I it. wish I could tell you guys to go right to our website. Totally fine. And we'll follow you is spelled J-I-L-U, right? J-I-L-U. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And and I'm sure you'll announce the website on social when you get it all we up will, and running. We will. We're, we're, our website's been really slow. And so we're hoping to have like all of our, um, on our Life Elevated side, you can go and see our C of A's. But right now, our, our Heal You side isn't totally up and going. So uh, we're working on getting our website up and going. But go to our Instagram, follow us. Know that we are, and along with the other processors and growers, we're doing our very best. And I can say this from everyone I've met in the industry um, that's ma- that are making products. They're really doing it with a Utah patient in mind. And yes, people are going to always chase high, high THC. Some people are always going to do that. And some people need that 
And that I don't have any judgment on that either. I think if that is saving you from using a drug that could be potentially deadly, I say yeah, bravo. Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. Go for it. If that's going to be your form of medicine, I say we need to lose that judgment as well because it, you are never going to die from cannabis. You're never going to overdose. You might be stoned for three days, but, <laughs> but you, I you might just need to lay down and take a nap. You might yes. need to lay. I, or the uh, the uh, Back to the Future series. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have a really funny story with my nieces and nephews with trying cannabis and brownies, and they had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole nother segment. It lasted for a couple of days, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've had those two. Yes. I've had those two. But, but I just think we, we do need to open our minds and put our judgments aside on, you know, why people are using cannabis and what they're using it for and, um, and think of it in a different way and embrace it because it's here to stay and it is a beautiful, beautiful plant that can help a, a lot of people. Way cool. Way cool. Anything else you want to talk about, Tim or Beverly? Anything before we wrap this episode up? Or, Do you I think mean, we I, covered I'm, everything? I mean, I know, I I know so. it's hard to cover everything in like an hour, right? Like, to, we'll just have to br- talk down the road. Oh, yeah. I mean, down and, the road, we bring, we'll bring you back because it's going to be, you're going to be a, a brand that people really like. Yeah. And, and all these products, I think we're just going to have to talk about all these products so just again and more again. More and more products. I mean, I'm sure you yep. got a lot of stuff. Come, oh yeah, I'm sure. And, and we're we're gonna do a lot of fun products. We're gonna do products that appeal to everyone. And I've talked mostly about our medicine products, but we are gonna do. We just did a a higher cartridge. Our Acapulco Gold is our high oh, potency. That's a classic. Yes, our Acapulco Gold strain doesn't even exist anymore that they know of, right? Uh, yeah. So our Acapulco Gold is always going to be in conjunction with our higher potency. So our syringes, um, we we just did a, um, that won't have a, uh, that Acapulco Gold in it, but we just started with a little bit of a one gram glass bucket on a high potency that has the Acapulco Gold added in. So that's exciting for people who want that higher THC. And we have an Acapulco cart. So that is our highest potency. Cool. And then most of our other um, vape carts are anywhere between, um, I think about in the 70 range, 70% Mm -hmm. range. And so as we get going, we probably will have some higher potency stuff too. Would you like to eventually get a grow license? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I we guess would. that's kind of a given. It would be so fun. Yeah. Or, and every time I go into a pharmacy, cause I'm such a people lover that like there's my husband's like, Oh my gosh, Beverly, we were just on vacation. He's like, do you have to get to know every single person we meet? And the answer is yes. Cause I love people. Uh, there's, I can't count on one hand people that I don't like. So, um, the pharmacy just, I love being in the pharmacy with all the pharmacy owners and talking to the patients. That's really, I like that even better than the processing and making mm-hmm. the products because I'm a people lover. So. so you would like to even maybe eventually have a pharmacy. Or that 15th. I know. I know we're all going to be going for that 15th. Everybody (laughs) start your engines. We're all going to be trying to go for that one, but it's exciting. And hopefully as Utah gets really growing, we'll have more than 15. I just feel like there's probably going to be a need for more than 15. Oh, absolutely. As we get, I already see a need for more than 15 really, you know? Yeah. Cause look how far people have to drive, you know, to, there's a lot of, yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of places. Is that you could have one. a smaller retail yeah. setting, especially like yeah. even Moab. Does Moab have any plans? No, to open and you would think that yet. the 15th would be the they Moab. would go to Moab. Like Moab's needs one anyway. They all need all the cities, need Moab, one. Vernal. Yeah, um, you know, just a lot of those. Yeah, Vernal's like, really growing. Vernal, Vernal could use really one, mm-hmm. a few more down south, even because yeah. I know like St. George and Cedar well, City. Well, you would think well. that, yeah, I mean, St. George, I would think needs two at least you two. Could, you yeah. could put there's going to be justice in the south. And you we want to welcome Justice. The- I just met with Justice. I'm working with them to help get stuff in their pharmacies. And they're going to be a wonderful addition to the state. They're just, they're amazing people. 
Um, they worked with Randy at, at the Trike Company. Yes, for, they were close with uh, yeah, Trike. They worked closely. I think they've both uh, several of their employees that are coming here have worked for Trike. So just a, they're they're really knowledgeable, great people. Really excited to work with them. We love working with all the pharmacies, though. I mean, and be patient with the pharmacies. Uh, I mean. They're doing such a good job and they're, they've been patient with us. We've given them, I mean, we've given them stuff. We've made mistakes. Uh, poor, uh, poor Deseret. They've been so patient with us down in Provo on getting MJ Freeway. We can't ever get our stuff right in MJ Freeway. Everybody's had MJ Freeway problems and that's the platform that we all have to do business in with the state. And so, um, the pharmacies have been really patient and the growth we've, we've all just, nothing's been real easy so far. Everything kind of feels like this, like, oh my gosh, how are we going to, how are we going to do that? And <laughs> so every bit, everybody's had to like make lots of apologies. I've had to like eat crow on so many things. I, I <laughs> thought I, I thought I understood something and I'm like, I didn't even have a clue what that was talking about. So, uh, the pharmacies have been really patient too. They're just, they're doing a great job. They really are. Well, Chris, yeah, should we wrap this episode we should up? Wrap this episode up. You can always find us at, uh, utahmarijuana.org slash podcast where all the episodes are. Subscribe in any podcast player you're, uh, you listen to other podcasts in. Leave us a review on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and then maybe we'll read it on a future episode. Absolutely. And uh, subscribe. Yeah. I think I said that awesome. already, but we got a new episode every week. So thanks again, Beverly, for coming on the thank podcast. Thank you guys so yeah, much thanks. for having me, Tim and Chris. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate we'll, it. We'll, we'll bring you back on. Awesome. But, uh, All right, everybody stay safe out there. Awesome. Thanks.